0: This podcast episode is about how you can change your own definition of beauty. We can't change societies, but you can change the way you think about beauty. And that is a choice. It is a choice to rewrite it. Just like I was saying, you have a choice to decide what thoughts are gonna be filed away as beliefs. You have a choice to define what beautiful means to you. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hi friends, happy Valentine's Day. It is no coincidence, in my opinion, that an episode is coming out on Valentine's Day. I love this day, really It doesn't matter if you are in a relationship or not, you are loved. You should be celebrated every single day of your life because you are unique, you are beautiful, and I am so happy that you decided to show up and listen to me today and we could hang out. So, if you feel like you don't have anybody around today, I know usually this is a day where I think a lot of women and girls can feel unfortunately down um, when it is such a happy day because we feel like, oh, I don't have a partner, I'm not in a relationship most important relationship that you can be in is the one with yourself. And so I wanted to dive into today's episode to talk about self-love and our own self-worth and how that really just goes beyond our physical looks. Because I think, like I said, this day can bring a lot of emotions, whether that's happy, anxious, sad, or nothing. Maybe it's neutral, which is fine too. But I think if there is some sort of Uh, comparison going on today for Valentine's Day. Unfortunately, we can live in a society where we can look at ourselves in the mirror and automatically think what's wrong with me and think what's wrong with me in regards to how we physically look. So we'll talk about that today. But as always, I'm excited to just sit and hang out and chat with you today. Have a little bit of girl talk. We are friends. If you are new here, we're friends you've made a new friend today. So come connect with me over on social media at the Girl Who Can podcast or at Arissa Bua. Both are linked in the show notes. I love and thank you so much for being here and showing up. If you are returning listener, appreciate you as always. I'm sorry there hasn't been an episode in a couple of weeks, but we're just going to ignore that because there has been a lot of responsibility that I've been taking on at work, which is no excuse. And A lot of responsibility comes with a lot of new learning curves and it's exciting. It's new, kind of overwhelming, but we are getting things done. But I was really just craving to sit down and record this podcast episode today. And I was like, I am not, uh, I'm planning this into my calendar. Okay. I, you guys are important to me, the ones who do show up and listen. Uh, and I, like I said, I appreciate you. So I used to record on the weekends, But I honestly am trying to give myself space to relax because work has been so busy for me Um, and I feel sometimes bad about relaxing, but I'm trying to lean into the fact that it's okay to not work on the weekends. So I'm trying to figure out the best recording schedule going forward, but I promise you I am working on it. Because I am coming out of this identity of, I just always need to be working. That has been something I fell in as a trap to the past couple of years. And I feel like I kind of ebb and flow of leaning into re- relaxing really well or resting really well and working really hard right now. And so I want to be able to hold those boundaries to to myself and rest well. So then I can also show up to this mic and pour out to you guys because I think it's very obvious when I am pouring out from an empty cup and you guys don't deserve that either. So yeah, working on resting well, and we will find a new recording schedule. And I promise I will be consistent um, to you and show up better, but we all deserve some rest. So take that as a permission slip for yourself too. If you need to lean into some rest, go rest, please. You do not have to work 24-7, 365 days a year to feel successful, but that is not what the episode is about today. I do have a lot of episodes on resting well and redefining success though. So scroll back and check those out if that is something that resonates with you. But let's get right into the episode because I miss you guys and I just want to hang out and chat through this topic that was on my heart, especially for Valentine's Day. So as a female, uh, as mentioned a little bit ago, we can look at ourselves in the mirror and immediately look at what we don't like in some sort of physicality. And unfortunately, I do think that is something we can connect to all in some shape or form or some season of our life where we didn't feel or don't feel as confident in our body our skin or anything to do with our outward appearance. And I think it's normal, okay, to have days where feelings may come up that surround negative body image. It is normal. I don't want to normalize it at all um, and say it's normal to happen every single day, but I do think it is normal for those thoughts to come up. I mean, you guys, I am a dietitian, okay? I value health and that's what I do when I'm working with clients too. And I still have those days. I still have negative body image days, but the difference between it being normal and making it your norm is knowing that your physical appearance doesn't define who you are. And for me, when those uh, thoughts come up every now and then, I ask myself, is this thought harmful or helpful? Um, And is this actually true? Do I, am I going to give this thought space to become a belief? And so it's really being self-aware to know that that thought is not going to define who I am and it's not 100% true, right? And those things that I do think from every now and then that aren't helpful statements, that aren't truthful statements, and doesn't display kindness to myself, I have to acknowledge that, hey, that thought came. Um, Yes, I had it, but just kind of let it pass. Because I got to think about what my values are. Does this thought line up to my values? I value kindness. So with that, because I value kindness and respect towards myself, I can easily, okay, maybe not easily, but it's a little bit um, quicker. My bounce back rate can be a little bit quicker. So I can tell myself, okay, Arissa, you know what, this isn't true. And then I can acknowledge that hurtful thought, let it pass without it being filed away or kind of repetitive in my mind. Because what happens when we keep thinking similar thoughts again and again and again, um, as I mentioned, they can turn into beliefs. And I think, you know, there's there's actually like a stat out there that um, I'm gonna, I don't know the specific number, but I think it's like something around two, you have to think of something around 200 times for it to become a belief. And I know that sounds like a lot, Uh, like thinking about something 200 times. But when we think about the grand scheme of things, we can have up to 60,000 thoughts a day. So if we're having 60,000 thoughts a day, that 200 times that you're thinking potentially something negative about yourself can very easily turn into a belief. Um, if we're having that many thoughts a day. Uh, And especially if you are somebody who overthinks uh, that maybe you think, think of something and it kind of starts to unravel into a train wreck, you know, that it can be very easy for that harmful thought to become that belief, which is what we don't want, right? Because when we think about our beliefs, our thoughts become our beliefs. Our beliefs influence our actions. So if you believe, this is extreme, if you believe that you are ugly, or those are things that you're saying to yourself, or you feel like you don't look like that other girl, or you dislike your nose, or whatever the really negative thought might be, if that becomes a belief, that you're never going to look good enough then that might influence an action of okay well i'm just not going to take care of myself and it manifests itself in the way that you are fueling your body the way that you treat your body and you even just maintain your basic needs so your thoughts can manifest itself into the actions um, so just really think about that, and hopefully that puts it also into perspective of the importance of being self-aware of your thoughts and acknowledging it and asking yourself, is this a truth or is it a lie? Is this helpful? Is it hurtful? Because we don't want, like I said, we don't want it to become filed away as a belief. And so essentially what I'm trying to say is don't underestimate the power of your mind and your thoughts when it comes to your health and wellness and the way that we view uh, beauty as well. Because I also want to talk about if you are in that place of feeling like your appearance defines you in some way, if you feel like your thoughts are constantly consumed with what you look like, whether it's your skin, your weight, your body composition, your physical features, your hair, whatever, your clothes, I mean, it's just anything to do with your outward appearance. And unfortunately, we live in a society that emphasizes appearance. It is very easy to let your feelings about your looks overtake all the other aspects of your self-esteem. So I understand just the weight and the difficulty of just how much of in our face this stuff is. And as women, we are vulnerable to high appearance, contingent self-worth due to maybe what environment we were brought up in um, and, and that has now influenced what we believe, or the way women are objectified and used within the media, especially in social media. I mean, we are constantly consuming just how we can enhance our physical appearance, and it and it goes against aging. Aging is not something that the media in our society wants to happen, and you know what? We're not going to change that. We're not going to change society's definition of beauty. That's not what this podcast episode is about, of how we can do that. But this podcast episode is about how you can change your own definition of beauty. We can't change societies, but you can change the way you think about beauty. And that is a choice. It is a choice to rewrite it. Just like I was saying, you have a choice to decide what thoughts are going to be filed away as beliefs, you have a choice to define what beautiful means to you. And I encourage you when we really sort through that, sort through this is to not focus on the beauty you see in ads, which I know is hard, but instead focus on the beauty you see in the real life people that you do admire. So when that, when I say that, like who comes to mind that you admire to be radiant or beautiful someone and think about something that has nothing to do with their physical appearance is it someone who is confident and radiating an inner happiness is it someone who is kind is it someone who is bold and brave and courageous thinking about those things to redefine what beauty means can be really a helpful start here because when you really think about it too is people that you might admire uh, when it comes to those beautiful qualities of being brave and confident, when they have this inner happiness, that stems from an inner self-respect. If you think of somebody who is bold and brave, they must have boundaries, right? That comes from an inner respect. If you think of somebody who is confident, um, that comes from an inner respect to know their own self-worth. That has nothing to do with how they look, outwardly and their physical appearance. Because when you have self-respect for yourself, you also are doing things that are in line with keeping up your outward appearance if you really think about it too. I know we're talking about how to shift away from the outward appearance, but when someone has an inner beauty, it does radiate and manifest itself into an outward appearance. Because when you have self-respect, you are eating nourishing foods. That optimizes your skin health. You're glowing. When you have self-respect, you're probably drinking more water because you want to have more energy, which then influences your skin health, your hair, your hair growth. And someone who has self-respect also probably has boundaries when it comes to their rest and relaxation, as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, really trying to lean into resting well. That means prioritizing sleep, getting to bed at the appropriate time which then influences your energy. And if you look waking up refreshed and revitalized and rejuvenated, right? And those things do influence your outward physical appearance. But if you are somebody right now who is fixated on your looks, you can't seem to shake it. uh, I do encourage you to write out on pen and paper how you define yourself in ways other than how you look. Really challenge yourself to think about other things that you admire. And it can be difficult, but close your eyes. Close your eyes and think of the word beautiful. Um, And think about the word beautiful and what it can mean and look like for you. Meaning, if you think of yourself as beautiful, what are you doing? What do you believe in? how do you start your day? And these things, writing it down and getting really clear on what it means for you to feel beautiful. And with that having nothing to do with what you look like or what you're wearing, but really what do you believe in? How do you start your day? What are you doing? This can be the starting point of how you redefine what beauty is to you. As I said, we're trying to kind of rewrite what your definition of beauty is outside of what society standard is. But for you have to define that, right? We have to put pen to paper and actually think about what that can look like for you. And the beautiful thing in all of that is that you have the choice to do that. You have the choice to do that after this podcast episode is over or tomorrow, you know? Any, any day, every single day is a new day to feel beautiful. And you have all the reason to take advantage of that. And this is your permission slip to feel beautiful because you deserve it. If nobody has told you that lately, you do deserve it. And it's time for you to tell yourself that you deserve it as well. So make your confidence contingent on your inner not outer qualities. Focus on what you like about your abilities, your personality, maybe how you handle work or your relationships currently. Because those are things that can contribute to your beauty as well and your definition of your self-worth. And so I yes, those are all like I want you to think about the positive things, right, of how you can feel beautiful and redefine beauty, but I also think it's important to address what you are currently saying to yourself that is negative. Um, Yes, we have to redefine and replace those thoughts, but it's important to realize like, hey, where are those thoughts even coming from? right? Like who said you have to have that nose or who said you have to have hair that looks like that or who said your clothes have to look like this, right? So as I'm, yes, we want to write out those positive things and redefine beauty. I also want you to take some time to write out the things that you currently think negatively about your physical appearance, This can be also really hard to look at on paper and maybe really hurtful to be like, oh my God, or honestly, maybe easy too, because these are the thoughts that usually we think of first. When we look in the mirror, we're so easy to think those negative things. So write out the statement or statements, um, and from there, please, you can rewind this, like this is an activity for you to do. So write out the statements that are, um, you are saying negatively to yourself, then right next to them, ask yourself the question and answer, is this statement helpful or hurtful? Define that. And from there, think about where did these beliefs come from? Write it out. Where did these beliefs come from? And answer that question. The next question is, what evidence is there that this, these statements are true? And then the opposite, what evidence is there that these statements are not true or not important? And if you originally put that the statement was hurtful, what is a better way to frame this thought? Um, So essentially kind of writing it in the opposite form or a better way to frame it. And I'm not saying it doesn't need to be like positive. So for example, um, let's just say you write I don't like the way that my legs look or my legs are uglier, whatever the case might be. I'm not saying you have to write, I love my legs, because I understand that that might not be true right now. And I'm not asking you to fake it till you make it. I hate that, that, um, that phrase, fake it till you make it, because you are not dumb right? Like you know what is true, what is not, and what you believe. And so something that I really like here is a concept called body neutrality. So body neutrality is essentially emphasizing and caring and appreciating your body regardless of how you feel about how it looks they're essentially more like body neutral affirmations than like a positive ones that can help you build a better relationship with your body because i understand it can be difficult or maybe even feel impossible when to to love your body a hundred percent when we are living in a culture where that is difficult. And so this is different from body positivity. So body positivity focuses on loving and celebrating your body as beautiful just the way it is, which is great. Body neutrality, however, takes an alternative to this positive body image and really creates space for you to feel both positive and negative about your body. And for you to accept that those feelings can change day to day. Essentially kind of rolling with resistance, knowing that um, your feelings are valid, but can't always be trusted, right? Uh, and creating space to be a little bit more neutral about it. And for me, I feel like this, this allows me to find freedom um, in accepting my body because I can't always be expected to feel good or feel 100% positive about my body. Yes, I have body respect, but that's also where body neutrality comes in. So I just want to spend some time to also share with you what some body neutral statements can look like. And so here they are. And you can write some of these down and have them apply to your own day-to-day life, but They can be, I am more than just my appearance, weight, and shape. My worth doesn't depend on how I look or how much I weigh. I am inherently a worthy and lovable person. I don't need to feel attractive in my own skin all the time to enjoy my life and relationships. That one is huge, okay? Because I think as women too, there can be seasons of life where we don't feel attractive in our own skin and we shut ourselves off to experiencing life, experiencing the present moment with our friends or our family or our relationships. And that is just untrue. So yes, you might not need, you might not 100% love your body right now, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy your life. And experiences with the people around you so that statement i'm going to read it again i don't need to feel attractive in my own skin all the time to enjoy my life and relationships another statement is i will respect my body i deserve to enjoy delicious food I deserve to wear clothes that I like. I'm grateful to have a body. I accept and appreciate my body for what it does for me. My body is the least interesting thing about me. My body works hard and deserves compassion. My body deserves to be taken care of. My values have nothing to do with my appearance or my weight. I will allow myself to rest when my body needs it. I allow myself to eat intuitively as an act of love, and I am more concerned with progress over perfection. So all of those statements are neutral, right? They are not swaying in one direction or the other, but they do have a common theme of promoting respect for your body over loving Every single thing that is going on with your body, right? It gives yourself that space and that freedom to um, not have some big expectation that we need to love ourselves every single day in the form of like our our body. Um, But it more so emphasizes that you can respect your body every single day. And it acknowledges that your body is only one facet. Of who you are. It does not define what your self worth is. It has nothing to do with your values or your beliefs. But you, with these statements, you encourage yourself to care for your body regardless of how you feel about it at a given moment. Because, yeah, our feelings, um, what we read online, what we see, it can influence. our emotions and therefore influence our thoughts, our actions, and, and our actions. So, having more neutral ones that are embedded in respect can really manifest itself in that self acceptance. So, I hope this was helpful in regards to body neutrality. But another exercise you can do is also writing an apology letter to your body. If you are sitting here and you're like, wow, I do. Feel like um, my body image is pretty poor, uh, write an apology letter to your body or even a thank you letter to your body. You can do both or one or the other, but this can be really healing. Um, as a dietitian, I, I do work with some of my clients on body image, and this is an exercise that um, I give to some of them because we might be coming from years of poor beliefs of what we grew up in and what our mom or parents said we should look like, our friends saying things about us when we were little. And so that manifested itself into the way we believe um, and think about our body. So maybe you need to write an apology letter and say sorry for all the negative things or hurtful things that you have done to it, whether it was thoughts or even actions. And then from there, writing a thank you letter, writing a thank you letter for what you do appreciate that it does for you. Whether it's waking up in the morning, walking, kind of those simple things that we do take for granted. But yeah, the ability to express some sort of empathy uh, and love towards yourself. And especially today, if you want to do all this today on Valentine's Day, if you're listening to this on Valentine's Day, I think this could be the ultimate act of of self-love. And I get it, this stuff can be a little bit cringy and hard uh, to do, but think of it as a muscle. We have to exercise that um, self-love, self-awareness and empathy muscle here in order for it to feel easier on a day-to-day basis For and, and for us to like believe it too. I get it, you might write a thank you letter and some things you might put in there you don't necessarily believe at the moment, but it's a muscle, we have to exercise it. And from there, when we develop a higher sense of, of self-love and self-acceptance and body respect, we actually are able to look at challenges external, whether it be work and relationships. When we are, have that sense of self-love and self-respect, we can look at those challenges as temporary setbacks or even as opportunities for growth because then we're operating out of a space of self-respect and self-worth we set boundaries, we do all those things in a more natural way. So when we are able to understand that we are more than just what we look like or our bodies, this attitude can help us become more resilient in other areas of our life. I've seen that within myself where I am not so in my head around what I look like, it's more so what skills and gifts I have to give out to the world. And it's a freeing feeling, I will say. Um, So I want this for you as well. And this is very different than being self-absorbed or selfish. So when I'm saying like self-love, I really am in pointing to the fact of like being kind to ourselves, being self-aware. And that's very different than being selfish. Because when we're selfish, all we're doing is thinking about ourselves, right? And so when we are embodying some sort of self-awareness and self-respect and being kind, that translates to this inner inner radiance that ultimately wants to pour out to other people. And I'm sure when I asked you to think of people who you admire in the form of beauty, of their boldness, their courageousness, their resilience, like, they're probably help they've probably helped you in some way. And that's why you think of them as beautiful, as radiant, as bold, as kind, because they didn't they weren't selfish, right? Like they were humble. And so this sense of beauty can be redefined of you pouring out. Pouring into yourself first, so then you can pour out to other people. And that really is what beauty is. Your beauty can be shared and is meant to be shared with those around you and impact those around you because you have so much beauty to share. I know I can't see you. I can't talk to you on a one-to-one basis, but I just feel it. I feel it with this community. I feel it, you you showing up, coming to the end of this episode tells me that there is this glimmer um, inside of you that you know that there is beauty there as well. You have you didn't turn this off in the middle of the episode. You made it to the end and we're like, and so I know that you believe that you have beauty there as well. And so I hope this was helpful. Hopefully it made sense. Um, and if it did, I would love to hear what you are taking away from it. I love connecting with you guys over on social media at the Girl Who Can Podcast or at Arissa Buwa. Like I said in the beginning, both are linked in the show notes. Let me know who you are, where you're from, what you took away, and. If it would mean the world if you did learn something and want to share it with another female in your community by taking a screenshot of this episode and putting it on your social media and tagging me, it also helps the growth of the show out so much. And we want to grow this community and tell other women that they are beautiful, so and that they can. That's why you're here, right? So, I would appreciate it so, so much. And if you haven't left a review over on Apple podcast or wherever you're listening, this also helps the growth of the show and I would appreciate it so much. But as always, I love you for showing up and we will chat very soon next Wednesday. Bye.